0: Hello, my gardening friends, and welcome back to the Just Grow Something podcast. I've done plenty of garden myth episodes before on this podcast, so when the subject of molasses in the garden was brought to my attention, it piqued my interest. I do know that molasses as a food has a good amount of nutritional value for us as humans, and it stands to reason that those same nutrients would be good for the soil microbes and for our plants. But does it make sense to use molasses as a treatment for your garden soil or for your compost pile? Or are there better alternatives out there for feeding our favorite soil bacteria? And would using molasses even work? Let's dig in and find out. Hey, I'm Karen. I started gardening years ago in a small corner of my suburban backyard, then moved to a five-acre lot outside city limits and expanded that garden to half an acre. What started as a way to provide for my family turned into a love for digging in the dirt and providing for others. Slowly, my husband and I built our small homestead into a 40-acre market farm through lots of trial and error and successes and failures. Eventually, I went back to school to get my degree in horticulture, and along the way, I discovered there is power in food. So I want to share everything I've learned with as many people as possible. This podcast is all about helping you become a better gardener and a better eater. Whether you're a seasoned gardener or have never grown a thing in your life, I want to give you the knowledge you need to get the biggest and best harvest you can. So settle in, grab that garden journal, and get ready to just grow something. So the inspiration for this week's episode actually came from my husband. He has a friend who is a broker for a vegetable growers co-op. And while on the phone the other day, he mentioned that one of the growers was out spraying diluted molasses in his fields. My husband got a weird look on his face and I heard him say, well, I'll have to check with my wife on that one. She's the one who knows about these things. So when he got off the phone and asked me about it, I reminded him of a conversation that we'd had a couple years ago when we were cutting back on our sugar. We talked about the nutrient content of molasses being higher than that of refined sugar, and we had purchased a bottle to try in a few recipes. I mean, other than ginger snap cookies. It stands to reason, then, that those nutrients and minerals would also be beneficial to our plants. So I dug into the science this week, and I wanted to share with you what I found. If you don't know what molasses is, it's a sticky byproduct of the processing of sugarcane or sugar beets into refined sugar. So if you take some raw sugarcane juice and you extract all the sugar from it, then you get basically two final products. You get molasses and you get white sugar. Now, sulfured molasses is made from young sugarcane. Sulfur dioxide acts as a preservative, and it is added during the sugar extraction process when they use younger sugarcane. Unsulfured molasses is made from mature sugarcane, so it doesn't need that treatment, and therefore doesn't contain the sulfur dioxide. There are three different grades of molasses. There's mild, which is also known as first molasses, dark or second molasses, and blackstrap molasses. Now the third boiling of the sugar syrup is what makes blackstrap molasses. This is when the majority of the sucrose from the original juice has been completely crystallized and removed. Unlike that refined product that has been removed, the blackstrap molasses actually contains trace amounts of vitamins and significant amounts of several minerals. Blackstrap molasses is a source of calcium, magnesium, potassium, and iron. One tablespoon provides up to 20% of the USDA daily value of each of those nutrients. These nutrients, along with the natural sugar content of the molasses, will act as a quick source of energy for the soil microbiota or the compost pile microbes. So from all the sources that I've found... Unsulfured blackstrap molasses seems to be the preferred variety due to the mineral content. But a lot of them just offered that you could use any unsulfured version of molasses. But to me, unless you have a very low soil pH, um, remember, sulfur can lower your soil pH, um, then the sulfured version would seem to be a better choice um if your soil is a bit on the alkaline side you know using a sulfured molasses would be able to help lower that soil ph and sulfur also kills off fungi like powdery mildew and the like so it seems to me that the sulfured molasses would be more beneficial but that's just my take on the issue in any case if you're adding the molasses to your soil or to your compost pile, the readily available sugar content is going to give you a huge boost in microbial activity. Why is this? Microbes are opportunistic feeders. They are going to consume whatever carbohydrates are available to them, and their populations will increase and decrease As that condition changes, the more carbohydrates that are available, the more the population increases. In fact, their population will double every 20 minutes under ideal conditions. So, what would happen if you added molasses to your garden or to your compost pile? Instantly, those microbes are going to sense that extra food and they are going to consume that food and they are going to start to multiply and they're going to have a population explosion. Now, all of those bacteria need to eat and so they are all going to quickly consume all the molasses that you just added. So, unless you continue to give them some sort of food source... When the molasses carbohydrates run out, then there's going to be a massive microbe die-off since the soil or your compost can't maintain that population level on its own without the molasses. So what has the molasses accomplished in this instance? Well, all of that dead bacteria are going to go on to feed other microbes and bacteria, and the dead bacteria are also going to help to build that soil structure up. So essentially, you've increased the microbial activity and you've increased the level of nutrient cycling. Plus, the minerals in the molasses are going to stay in the soil and the plants can use them, specifically the potassium and the magnesium. But I'm going to bet that your soil probably already has enough calcium and iron before you added the molasses, so that benefit is going to be negligible. But one other way that molasses is used in the garden is to feed plants directly. Most notably, at the time the plants are transitioning from the vegetative stage to the blooming stage. Now this is the time when the plants need a big boost in carbohydrates. And so it seems like molasses would be great for this. But here's the thing. This is only going to be beneficial if your soil is missing all the other soil organic matter that we normally should be adding to that soil through compost and manures and the breakdown of our mulch and the other good stuff. So if you have a healthy soil with a decent amount of organic matter you likely aren't going to see any big boost from using molasses If, however, you are rebuilding your soil, you're dealing with garden soil that was previously very depleted or something of that sort, then yes, you're going to see a benefit for both the soil microbes and your plants. And this is why molasses as a soil conditioner can be a great ingredient for modern farming because heavy fertilizer and pesticide use can make soil sterile by killing off all those good microorganisms that we are constantly trying to feed in our own small gardens. So on a large scale, counteracting this with molasses for soil improvement can actually boost the short-term health of a farm's soil while they're working on building those soil uh, microbes back up again but from an environmental point of view to me it just makes more sense to put non-edible organic matter into the garden and into your compost and keep the perfectly edible stuff in the kitchen where it belongs that to me is less wasteful of the energy it took to produce that food specifically the molasses now If you have some molasses jar stuck in the back corner of your kitchen cabinet from those ginger snaps that you made three years ago, and it seems like it's gone a little funky, yes, then by all means, use it in the garden or in your compost pile. You just use three tablespoons to a gallon of water, and then you spray it onto the pile or onto your garden soil to give it a boost. That's enough to feed the microbes and allow your plants to take up some of the carbohydrates without flooding the plants with too many carbohydrates and causing them to change their growth pattern. Just like everything else in nature, including our gardens, sudden changes are never sustainable and mother nature has a way of trying to balance things out one way or another. So don't go heavy handed if you're gonna use molasses in the garden. Now. Would molasses be my first choice to add to my garden? No. There are other much more preferred sources of organic matter that will decompose in the garden or in the compost pile and feed all those little good buggies that we want in there. So I wouldn't go and specifically purchase molasses in order to boost my soil. All organic matter contains the carbohydrates, the sugars, the minerals, and the vitamins that your garden and your compost pile need. So your best bet is to keep adding the food waste to your compost and adding the compost to your garden. And if your soil needs a little boost, you can look for plant foods or soil boosters that contain living microbes that will jump in there and do the job better than adding molasses. But in a pinch... Honestly, a little molasses isn't going to hurt if you want to give it a try. This was a quick episode today. Um, Basically, I am in the middle of spring planting at the moment. We are putting thousands of seedlings into the gardens. I am absolutely exhausted from a long day in the sun. Not that I'm complaining because I am super happy with the weather right now. I hope you are also enjoying your gardening season thus far. And for my gardening friends on the other side of the world, your season is coming to an end, and I hope that you had a fantastic end to a productive season. So until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden, and I will talk to you again next week. You just finished another episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. For more information about today's topic, head on over to JustGrowSomethingPodcast.com for all the episodes, show notes, blog posts, discount codes, and more. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter while you're there. You can also head to Facebook and join a community of other gardeners asking questions and sharing their experiences in the Just Grow Something Gardening Friends Facebook group. And if you want to support this show even further, head to patreon.com slash justgrowsomething to find out how. Until next time, my gardening friends, keep learning, keep growing, and we'll talk again soon.